I just want to say how wonderful it is to have you all here. Um, but as wonderful as I feel, God's heart is just blowing up when people will come together and lift up the world in his name and believe him uh, with radical faith. Hallelujah. I got really touched at the service yesterday. Um, Also, we just recently saw the movie uh, Sound of Freedom and combined with those things, I have a real determined purpose to come to obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And uh, I'll tell you for a moment, just close your eyes, will you? And I want you to just imagine yourself ascending and ascending and ascending till you're seated in heavenly places with him. Because that's where we are. And it's from that vantage point that we're going to speak to things, decree and declare to things. With that, uh, releasing his authority that we may take dominion. This is what the church is meant to do. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Yesterday when I came in, uh, and I had prayed this out in the pre-service prayer. And by the way, uh, we were out of town last week, and we really, really missed the worship night and the service and everything like that. And uh, um, But anyway, as I was in there, I don't know how many, uh, and by the way, this is not the whole congregation, but my faith is set so that what we do here tonight affects the whole congregation. Okay. Cause there's enough here that we can carry this heart into this coming Sunday, Wednesday night. The God really began to touch me. Massively, the first Wednesday night service that we had here, that uh, that were the what it what does Pastor Justin call these the revival summer revival nights. The last two Sundays, yesterday and then the Sunday uh, two weeks earlier when we were still here, I've been getting the same touch on my life on the Sunday morning services. And yesterday I was sitting up here and I can't even remember exactly when this happened during the service, but all of a sudden I could feel myself just, they were like, just to try to describe what it felt like just from here to here, just like these little ripples going down. And I was kind of going, and I was just a tad bit nervous thinking, what are you doing, God? Like, what are you doing And, but I realized today it was, you know, there are many, 
there's that initial infilling of the Holy Spirit, but there are many more infillings that come. And that was one of them yesterday. And so I have felt really full all day. (laughs) And it feels great. Feels great. So anyway, Pastor Justin had said that when the, uh, I wish the the teaching was still going on (laughs) because then I didn't have to be up here so long. And, uh, but anyway, he said, you know, it's like 15 minutes or so bring a word. So this is what I believe that the uh, Lord is giving me. And it's about yielding. Um, So the question is, will you yield? Will you break out of everything that restrains you? Okay. So when we come to worship, there is a yielding worship. We know some churches are very comfortable like this. Okay, so to get arm up, you're doing great. But this church has, ever since I walked in here, just yielded and yielded. to, And there's sound that comes forth and responses and stuff like that. But is that all of us? Or is that most of us or whatever? But there's yielding to the responses of the Holy Spirit that are happening on the inside. There's also a yielding that takes place in prayer. And I was going to share with you some of my experiences like that. And these times that you yield, it requires, uh, you know you made a choice to do it. Because sometimes inside of you, there's a little tug of war. It's like, sometimes you don't. Hopefully, most of the times that we do. Uh, But in May of 1995, when we were at Calvary Cathedral, which is now Mercy Culture, they had a, they started, uh, well, actually it was in May of 94, with a 24-hour prayer ministry. So they were needing, there were two-hour shifts. There were 12 two-hour shifts. They asked all kinds of people, will you lead one? So I was one of the ones who took a two-hour shift. One year after we began, and I had, uh, and it was women pray with women and men with men, unless they were married couples. And, but I felt such a desire to get down on my knees And so I did, but it was the way it was expressed that was very personal. And a lot of times we think maybe that's too personal to express in public, but I want to encourage you to yield. Uh, And the way I said it was this, I sounded like a little kid. Sounded like a three-year-old. And I said, I love you, Daddy. And inwardly, everything in me shifted. Everything. My whole spiritual walk at that point shifted. I don't know how to describe it. 
All I know is I could tell on the inside it changed. And there are these kinds of changes that are waiting for this body of believers here in yielding. And probably this up here is going to go, yes, no, yes, no. I want you to follow this right here, follow the leading of the Spirit, and go for it. Um, Because there is something about public expression. There's just something about public expression. That's a game changer on the inside, not just for you, but for others as well. Uh, people follow example of others. When the, in in my days of worship down there, where, you know, at Calvary, when I wasn't quote feeling it on Sunday morning, I would find somebody up here, and I saw somebody that the fire was on them. And I just sat there and I watched them and sang with them. And then all of a sudden I'm entering into the same place. So it's really important how you do. Somebody may be watching you and catch that from you. And uh, anyway, so back to yielding. Um, And I'm going to read 1 Corinthians chapter 2. Verse 9 to 10. And to me, it, it, it speaks of yielding. This is the amplified version. It says, What eye has not seen and ear has not heard and has not entered into the heart of man, all that God has prepared, made and keeps ready for those who love him, that is, who hold him in affectionate reverence, promptly obeying him and gratefully recognizing the benefits he's bestowed. Yet to us, God has unveiled and revealed them by and through his spirit. For the Holy Spirit searches diligently, exploring and examining everything, even sounding the profound and bottomless things of God, the divine counsels, and things hidden and beyond man's scrutiny. Uh, I had an experience where one day it felt like literally the Holy uh, Spirit was like I was a toy box full of, the only way I could describe it, you know, when you have kids and you have a toy box and it gets packed with toys, but the toy you want is down at the bottom and you're just digging through there, digging through there like this. Oh, here it is. I felt that by the Holy Spirit. I believe he digs through us and he digs through in our spirit. He's a exploring and examining everything, the bottomless things of God, the divine counsels and things hidden and beyond man's scrutiny, and up it comes. Now, I used to think that for the most part when I read this for years, I used to think these were like outside things that would be revealed to us. But I believe it's stuff on the inside right here that he's going to reveal to you. And that's why it takes the yielding. It takes the yielding. And once you get, once you get this, uh, uh, the other question that I kept hearing, I heard this, we were on our vacation. This was on Thursday, July 13th. I heard this question in my spirit. It says, who's your comforter? Now you notice it, 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 the question was not who's the comforter. It's like, who's your comforter? Because oftentimes when we're in public worship, our comfort is our flesh. Like, oh yeah, I can't do that in front of people. <laughs> and, and we stay there. And we don't move out of that realm. 
So who's your comforter? He's the one that we're yielding to. And he's the one who has unveiled and revealed them by and through his spirit. Searches diligently, exploring and examining everything, even sounding the profound and bottomless things of God. I'm here to tell you that if we don't yield to this, you can't get that. And should we not be able to trust our comforter? So the question that I heard that day on our vacation was, who's your comforter? Who's your comforter? Because some of us can just stay in a rut forever and ever and ever. Uh, Pastor Justin had a really strong word that got me up here. (laughs) Would I have ever volunteered for this? No. (laughs) But I had to yield to that. I had to trust it. I had to go for it. And I get nervous before I come up here. That's probably pretty ordinary. But who's your comforter? Who's your comforter? Can you trust him? Will you go exploring with him? On our vacation, we were in the mountains. And one thing I love to do is explore. One thing that we should love to do to grow into this love is to explore with the Holy Spirit. Because he knows what he's doing. Now, will it always be perfect? Not at the beginning. You're going to have a learning curve. But that's how you get out. That's how you yield. Yielding. Is going to require something of you. And let's go for it. Let's yield. 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 Some of us need to yield like this in worship. (laughs) I learned this from my Bible school director when I was in Bible school. Smiling. Makes a difference. It makes a difference. Hallelujah. So are these things that we're yielding to, are they on the inside of us? Or are they on the outside? What's on the inside? Are you paying attention to what's going on on the inside? Will you yield? Who's your comforter? Who's the comforter? Another example that I had, this one, sometimes these things change your life forever. Because as a prayer, you realize if you didn't yield, lives were at stake. I had enough times when I prayed for my kids. Once was Kelly on the highway and had an accident. Other times were with David. But this one... We were in the original building, which is now, what's that building, Richard? What's that called? The one that Calvary used to be? The, what business is in it? No, yeah, the old Baptist church. That is a now the new city hall? For real? Ah, okay, so that's where I was as a teacher. I was on the second floor and teaching Bible class. 
around 1230 that afternoon, my afternoon class comes in. But right before they got there, I began to feel a massive stirring of the Holy Spirit on the inside. I'm trying to, my brain is going like, what is this? Because this is my first year teaching. And I remember the principal of the school telling me, saying that we've had a revival here and kids were laid out on the floor and we know another one's coming. So I'm sitting here trying to convince myself, oh, that's what this is. Okay, but up here in my spirit, my spirit didn't grab it. It's like, all right, what what is going on? What is going on? Okay, what I ended up doing was preaching to that whole class. Now, they get up and leave. Second class, afternoon class comes in. Third afternoon class, I'm still going for it. All I want to do is grab myself and go to the floor the whole time. Grab myself and go to the floor. Now, but I'm, what, I am in front of, I'm a teacher. They hired me to do this. Finally, at the end of the day, I had one more study hall class. I had a study hall, a 30-minute study hall come in. The pastor's granddaughter was in my class. She came up and she gave me a hug. When she gave me a hug, I grabbed her and I never let her go. And I began to groan. And groan and groan and groan. And it stayed that way. And it kept coming with massive sobbing and everything like that. The junior high kids came in. I never took role. I never looked up. Some of them are back at the back singing and worshiping. Y'all, you cannot make a 13-year-old do that. That's how heavy the presence of God was in that room. You cannot make a 13-year-old. I don't care if it's a Christian school or not. They won't do it. But they were all under the same influence I was, and they were doing it. And finally, uh, the class left. I let go of the girl. And that afternoon, that evening at 628, I think it was, I, I wrote. I got this information off the Internet so I could get it accurate. Uh, some of y'all didn't live here in 2000. But in May 28, 2000, a F3 tornado struck the city of Fort Worth, killing two people, injuring 80, said it took a four-mile path through the city, damaging skyscrapers and other high-rise buildings. It wrecked our building so much we had to leave it permanently. So here's what was at stake with that intercession. Lives of people. Our, Our building had people in it. It had our students, and it had uh, some other groups that were meeting later that night. And when you look back on something like that, you learn a really good lesson. Oh, man, if that kind of thing ever comes to me, I will yield. Because if lives are at stake, what's the cost? Yielding, yielding, yielding. We, We need to be... Make a quality decision to yield in prayer, in worship. Yield to the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So we can practice yielding tonight. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah.
And I'm going to read this a few comments by Bill Johnson. He said, it's in the environment of worship that we learn things that go way beyond what our intellect can grasp. David was so affected by this that all of his other exploits pale in comparison to his abandoned heart for God. He saw God daily, not with natural eyes, but with eyes of faith. Priceless revelation is given to a worshiper. It's in the wonderful ministry of worship that we can learn to pay attention to this God-given gift, the ability to see with the heart, and we can expect to see what he wants us to see. And our world is in a desperate place. And we need to rise to the occasion. Hallelujah. David kept no part of his heart from me, the beautiful as well as the ugly. There is so much I want. This is God's response at the end of the uh, the devotion. There is so much I want to show you. I being God, open your heart to me without restraint. So we want to come to the place where all of our restraint is removed. Now, I don't mean, you know, you know what I mean and you know what I don't mean, you know. I don't mean weirdness. But there is an exploring in this realm. In prayer and in worship. There is a, and it comes through this yielding. And we're made for this, y'all. Y'all, our Christianity would get so dry, dull, dead, and boring if we didn't. We can, you can look at some congregations and bless their heart. It's like. Dry, dull, dead, and boring. I used to tell the kids, the students that I taught, high schoolers, and I said, God knows how to thrill the heart of a teenager. I'll tell you what, he knows how to thrill our hearts. And he loves to do it. And the one thing, I, oh, I remember I was going to share this. The one thing that I prayed Sunday morning is that we would come in as a congregation And I stayed focused on this the whole time that my worship would begin to fill his heart up. I mean, I stayed purposely focused on that the whole time. That it's not, it wasn't for me, it was for him. It's for me to give myself to him and for his heart to fill up, get nice, big and full. Hallelujah. So. I'll tell you what. I feel led right now. Let's pray for. Church leaders. Particularly pastors and churches. Hallelujah. Praise you father. Praise you, Jesus. Let's just begin by praying in the spirit. And then we'll begin to lift up uh, pastors, the leaders of churches. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Jesus.
nobody say begin gang clan karando do de begi kele brada kandodo di stay brada ki begi gang gloria stay brada ki begi geko tosto brokobo gote mandere di say brada kabagatala de de brada stay and we'll keep in mind where we're seated we're seated in heavenly places in the heavens with him and remember to say big day broko bogo can they stay big in england gadin day big gay liberty say big key cosi say liberty angadasta can they liberty say brakaba can go clicky day brakaba gadan glingedi the stay broko bogo to load this day but the key big gango to the Nambra sabra kabagoko gongla bri sebegi gengo di sebegi gengo ding de berdi brakabagadada di sebegi genglombro gobogo kandeste begi kengo di anglambrande de begi brasabra kabagado sebegi gengo di steberdi Briki bigi ke kon di stay bigi ke liberty say bigi ke ki jay stay bigi de de bi ki jay say ke logo ko to so broko ko te de bigi te brangara say bigi ke liberty say brakabara say bigi ke liberty say just let your imagination but just begin to sweep over the united states of america mine just started for some reason in california begin to go up to Washington state there's a young man on fire in Washington state he became they so koto lobri kibiki day but let it just go over the states lord we include every single pastor every associate pastor every staff member every staff person on in every congregation Dibridi seba gatelo broko bogo ti seba ka banging de libri ki bigite neki te se ligite broki anglam brande bridi se koto si bigite lebra kabaga de libri Koton glingeri di e sebro kobo koto kate liberi di e sebigi ge koto sebri di ande anklambrando do sebri di kibigi ge koto se braka bagate liberi di ando loro di seba kato sobro kabrasa braki bigi de liberi di se I pray Father for visitations ikite sodo di bigi te for encounters with you ikite sebri di kibigi ge koto sobro Loro di biki, a kada banko to loro di biki te liberi di ese. Iki te so globro kubri agara di biki ke liberi di ese. Kadasa kato lobri ki biki ngera di ste. Kete se biri ki biki ke ko lobri ate. Nakoto so lobri ki biki ke ko to loro di atalada deparadasa. Set them on fire. Set them on fire. You know, y'all. It's our responsibility to keep ourselves on fire. We lift up the pastors. We lift up the staff. We lift them up before you. We lift them up. 
Those who are in ministry. Remove. Lord, I pray that the encounters with you will remove their restraints, their personal restraints. That they can even break out of an established reputation. This is the way we do it. And boundary lines that are drawn around them that are restraining them. May those corrode as powder. Set their hearts on fire. Set their hearts on fire. Fire. On fire. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Nanking deste, brakabakate, libidideste. Brokokoto, libidibikite. Say to them, I am your God. Brakonklakadeste. Konkligi, debidideste, bikiteste, kata. Gunglogodo de stabed at a cabacatungligi de bigite de bigite. So called de stag, limberlian de stabed at unkanglambrangong, limberdi, brakebegite, stagi galebadit staberdosta. Brakebegi kinglombrian kankanglangarat staberdi stedi bigite. Fire. Fire, fire, praise you, Father. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. 
fire, fire, fire. Have your way in their hearts. Have your way. Have your way. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Fire. Fire. The fire of your love. The fire of your love. The fire of your love. We want to pray for the national leaders as well. Who would like to do that? Who would like to yield? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mocking kete stay kete bridiate stay bra. Cambra stabrek he bigi ke cotia stabrak bigite. Coto solo bridiki bigi kengo dia stabrakate stay. Initially thought this verse had more to do with the church leadership, but it definitely has to do with national and world leaders too. Exodus seven eleven twelve. 12. Pharaoh called for the wise men 
those skilled in magic and omens, and the sorcerers, those skilled in witchcraft, and also the magicians, the soothsayers, the priests of Egypt, and did the same with their secret arts and torments. For every man threw down his staff, and they turned into serpents. But Aaron's staff swallowed up their staffs. This is the encounter with Aaron and Moses. Aaron was essentially Moses' associate pastor. And uh, the truth, God's power swallowed up the lies, the witchcraft. And that was a political power play. The glory of God made a political power play there that, imp- that impacted nations, not just the nation of Israel, but many nations, economies. It impacted the whole world for all of history. It's still impacting it. And I pray that leaders, godly leaders, are given staff that swallows up the threats, the lies, and the witchcraft that is sent against them. May they wield the truth that exposes the enemy's tactics and causes them to be seen clearly as foolish, as fake, as weak, as fruitless. Lord, I praise and I thank you that you have sent forth your errands into the political realm, into the churches, into the schools, into every environment, Lord. It's in every business. It's in every political office. It's in every realm where there is a group of people to be led. There is an errand in that environment. Now, I thank you, Lord, that you're calling the errands to step forth with their staffs, with the things that you have put in their hands, the truth, the wisdom of God that you have put into them. And may they boldly throw down the truth so that they can swallow up the lies. I thank you, Lord, that this world is being shaken by the errands who are boldly stepping into the arena that is filled with all the soothsayers, filled with the lies, filled with the witchcraft. And they alone will stand there with the power of God and know that they are in the majority because God is with them. Let them boldly stand forth. Let them boldly obey quickly, strategically, and in unity with the will of God. I thank you, Lord, that there will be an urgency, that they will feel that this has to be done right now. They won't wait for tomorrow. They won't wait till it's convenient or comfortable, but they will step forward in the now, in the season, in the moment they are called. And I thank you, Lord, that you are empowering them with the staff, the physical people around them to get them into those places, to get them into those strategic places, to put them into the offices, into the rooms, into the boardrooms, into the classrooms, into the company of people whose hearts and minds need to be changed by an experience with God, by experiencing that power of God that cannot be denied, that people will see for generations later. Timothy, thousand years later, called those same men fools, open fools, because they had tried to deny Aaron. And I thank you, Lord, there will, those names of those Aaron's, they will go down in history. They will be the Thomas Jeffersons. They will be the Abraham Lincolns. They will be the leaders who have changed history because they have stepped forward with the tools that God has given them in that moment. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Now, I want us all to pray in tongues, and I want to pray in for this shifting. Okay? say now you pray with this authority that we have we're seated in heavenly places pray with this in mind right up here it's changing as we speak 
It's right now as we speak. And pray with that kind of authority, that kind of expectation. Okay? Let's go. Imagine even some of them that you that are particular to you shifting. You see the shift. Here's one we're going to go after, and that's for a change in the pharmaceutical realm. Haven't we seen that demon raise its heads in 2020. You foul spirit. You foul, defeated spirit. Father, I pray that you deliver the church from that spirit's grasp. This dependence we have on drugs, medicines, the medical realm. And God bless the medical realm. But the church needs to put her trust in Almighty God. And that's the way it is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just the other day, okay, this is Monday. Yesterday was Sunday. Saturday, 
We'd just gotten home Friday night, Saturday, doing stuff around the house. And I know not everybody here knows my personality, but you kind of become a different person when you step into some places. By nature, I'm not loud. But boy, around the house Saturday, I was saying loudly, I am already healed. So catch that. We are already healed. We are already healed. We are already healed. You have to fight for that because there has to be a shift on the inside. You have to let go of this and you have to grab a hold of the word of God. The heart of God for us. We are already healed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's take that. The kingdom, y'all, this is the way it works. There are times it works like this. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. You have to grow that force on the inside. Let's take it. Let's take divine health by force. It's not because God's got such a grasp on it, we can't get it. It's because he needs us to get violent about it and take a stand. We have to take a stand. And then you have to stand. And then after that, you keep standing. I saw the coolest thing was by Sammy Rodriguez, a little real. And he said he had a church ask him to said, the church says, well, we lean left. Wait, this is left. <laughs> and so he's thinking, he's thinking, how do I respond to this? How do I respond to this? Because he doesn't lean left. And he could hear the Holy Spirit on the inside saying, say it, Sammy, say it. <laughs> so Sam says, we stand. We stand and we keep standing. That's our position. If anybody asks you what your position is, I stand. That's where we are. Thank you, Father. We're stand. We stand. We stand. We stand. We keep standing. We keep standing. And we take the kingdom of heaven by force. And we take it right now for ourselves. We take it for our spouses. We take it for our children. We take it for our grandchildren. We take it for this congregation of believers. We take it. We are already healed. We are already healed. 
Niki day say braki do lo braki day braki day. Jesus, we take it by force. Mika te solo do di sebiki ke labra, candola bra, ki te se leki ke lobri ki biki te paradasta. Non ki di di biki te le di di biki te le di e ste brida ki biki te lobri o kotodo di biki le ste. Brakabagata stabidi ekibigin glonkonglimbridi brastabrakabagata. Let's pray for our families. Mondozo sabidi sabigi ke libidi e sabiki te lubridi okoto. Sambrasabidi say, we declare the lordship of Jesus over our families. The lordship of Jesus. Hallelujah. Do I have anybody who would like to pray for the families? Is your hand up to pray or just because? No, I'm just praying. I thought so. Father God, we thank you for these families. We thank you they're covered in the blood of Jesus. We thank you that they are washed in you. Glory be to God. We thank you that they walk righteously on the face of this earth. We thank you that you fill these children, Father God, with the Spirit. And they overflow everywhere that they go. We thank you that our houses are full of everything that you have. Because you are pouring out in these places. You are like a river that doesn't stop. Father God, I thank you that the kingdom of God is coming in. The family of God is coming in. Those who don't know yet are coming. Glory be to God. Father, I thank you that opportunities arise in a vast measure. Father, that people get saved while we're at the workplaces. People get saved while we're at the grocery store. People get saved and brought into the kingdom. Just like she was saying, Father God, we thank you for the opportunities, but Father, we also thank you that these families are strong and they are resilient and they are protected and covered in the blood. That they know the word of God and that they know how to raise up the standard of Jesus when the flood comes against them. That Father God... Grow... Grow, grow the family, grow the families, grow them stronger in the Lord, grow them stronger in the word. May they read the word of God in like a match that is being struck on the side of a surface that lights up and begins to just burn within them. Father God, Father, I thank you for a move mightily in the spirit, in the families that Father God, these children that are coming out of dark places are accepted in the beloved and they are a part of our family. 
And that, Father God, your love surrounds them. And they begin to see and understand and know that they are loved by God. And that they are loved by the family. And they are our family. Father, I thank you that you are making a way where it seems not. That you are working beyond the scenes of our physical sight. That you are opening up doors and windows of heaven and pouring out everything that is needed for that. Finances, provisions, assignments. Father God, you're giving people wisdom and understanding to go forth with battle plans. Battle plans to go forth and to bring this kingdom into its purpose. Father God, everything that is done on the face of this earth is to tell people about your son Jesus. Everything going on comes down to that, Father God. And we thank you and praise you that we are a part of your family. And that we are strengthened and found inside of you. And inside of the secret place of the Most High. Father, we thank you that you powerfully move in all that we do. And we give you glory, 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 glory. Father God, as we continue to pray, and we pray in the Spirit, Father God, send forth those covert operations that are in the Spirit of God. The devil cannot understand. He is frustrated by it. He is defeated in everything that we do in the name of Jesus. And Father God, we thank you for plowing the road and preparing the way. In Jesus' name. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. One thing that came to me, let's pray in the Spirit over uh, family divisions. it doesn't have to be your immediate family, just anybody that's in your family, and for family wounds. That's one of the favorite places the enemy likes to hit. And oftentimes we'll want to quit. Quit. What is that, quit? That is not us. We did not come to quit. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Father. Let's bring our families and all the families of this whole congregation. Catala bagalor liberty saving again, Lydia Sakatala Bracaba. Did they stay very key? They long lobroco did he be Catasta, Caranong longer de big gay liberty a Brocobogoto loaded the a stabigi day liberty key big gay liberty Catasta, Catanglan grand all liberty key big gay lobrasta Gingesto coto lobri key big gay liberty a Caribero so clobrigi big they say Brocoto. So, Niki te sabri seba gade, kite sabra kabagite sabra, a kite sabri ki bigi labri a sabigite.
Hallelujah. And if any of those are deeply hidden inside of us or a loved one, I thank you, Father, you uncover it. You bring it to the surface. You bring it to the surface because you're there to heal it. You're there to heal it. You are our healer. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. What's that? The camp. I thought about that too while you were praying. Who would like to pray over the kids that are at camp? You would like to? You would like to? Okay. Father God, we thank you for our children that's at camp. That Holy Spirit, they will have an encounter as never before with you. In the name of Jesus, that you're taking them higher, higher, higher. They're going not only to, uh, but they're going to another dimension in you, God. Oh, God, we thank you for your protection, that you are encamping your angels around them. In the mighty, matchless name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. That they, hallelujah, those that are filled, that you will fill them again. We know that's only one baptism, but there's many filling of the Holy Ghost. So, God, we thank you, hallelujah, that they are having a great time. But also, God, we thank you for those that are traveling, those that are driving. God, uh, hallelujah, let your angels encamp around about them. In the name of Jesus, they're, they're carrying precious cargo. In the name of Jesus. So, God, we thank you. Hallelujah, bless your name. We bless your name. We thank God for the leaders that, that's there and the leaders that's already there, God. We thank you, God. That they have an encounter with you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A deep, deep, deep encounter with you. That deep call to deep. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That they will come back home and say, Mama, Dad, all that something happened. And I know it was the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Personality. uh, Attitudes are changing. Ha! Attitudes are changing. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. You're going to you're going to literally see attitudes changing in the name of Jesus. We pray. Amen. Hallelujah. And one thing that just came to me right at your right before you handed it to me that the lies that they have believing, they have been believing about themselves, maybe about church, Maybe about others, maybe about their family members. So it's going to be their inner circle in their life. All the lies corrode as powder. They come to absolute zero. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. They literally corrode as powder. And they come to nothing. And they step into that freedom. That freedom. Righteous freedom. Not a perverse freedom. But a righteous freedom. 
And like you're saying, this is like a, they lock in on this. This is not just, they're not going to come home with just a camp high. No. They've zeroed in on it for life. Thank you, Father, for your hand upon these young people. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Woo. Amen. Dreams and visions and God encounters. Hallelujah. They're going to wake up and know that they have had an encounter with God. Oh, God love it. God said, I love doing this for young people, that they will know me in the beauty of my holiness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise you, Father. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Richard, would you pray over Pastor Justin and Pastor Annette as they are vacationing? Thank you, Father, for divine protection for Pastor Justin and Pastor Annette as they go. We thank you for uh, showing them the joys of your nature, uh, your world. Uh, fellowship that they will find uh, in family and uh, ju- just chance uh, encounters with with other folks, Father. And uh, we pray divine protection uh, upon their transportation, their their vehicles, uh, whatever. And uh, uh, we thank you for filling them with uh, joy and uh, freshness and. And uh, refreshing, uh, and they will just be full of the Holy Ghost when they come back, and and and, and uh, full of uh, fresh uh, revelation in Your Word, and uh, just full to overflowing. And we just thank you so very, very much for them. Praise you, Father. Thank you for refreshing. They are refreshed in every way, spirit, soul, and body. Every way. Father, we thank you for such heartfelt thanks for who they are. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, y'all. Are you ready to say, give them Jesus? Ready? One, two, three. Give him Jesus!